Hey, welcome back to the Major Journey Podcast. Today's guests are the co-founders of Hush Chicago. Established in 2018 and founded by two women of color, Hush is a full-service marketing and event production agency based in Chicago. Specializing in experiential event marketing, Hush creates a one-of-a-kind customized experience to help cannabis brands reach, connect, and engage with the community. Hush aims to preserve the culture of cannabis while building a bridge to close the gap that exists between the community and the industry. You may have even seen some of their high roller party promotions floating around as we all prepare for MJ BizCon week in Las Vegas. So without further ado, Kay Villaman and Vanessa Valdovinos, welcome to the show. Hi, hey, Mike. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. We're happy to be here. Of course. Yeah. Thank you both for, for joining us today and, and taking the time out. I know you've got a lot going on, especially in the next couple of weeks with, um, with the big event happening in Las Vegas here with MJ BizCon coming up. So I definitely want to get into that. But before we go there, I kind of want to take a step back and rewind to how each of you got into the cannabis industry in the first place. And then also what, what was the story like behind you two actually connecting and co-founding Hush together? I feel like there's got to be a really interesting story there. <laughs> yeah, yes. we have a we have a beautiful, a beautiful story to have. <laughs> All right, <laughs> go ahead, Vanessa. I'll let you go first this time. Yeah, sure. So you know, cannabis. I I have been a cannabis user for a very long time. I was in a cannabis closet for a very long time. It wasn't really until um, 2010 when I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, and I they prescribed me prednisone, which is a mm. steroid used for inflammation. And I was, uh, they gave me a really high dosage of that. And so I quickly realized all the side effects that came with prescri prescribed drugs. And, um, you know, the side effects that came with it, but even afterwards, because it was such a strong drug, um, mm. I, I wasn't able to go cold turkey with it. So I had to wean myself out of it. And in a matter of three months. And so after came with a new set of side effects. Um, so that when I got away from the, the, the drug, the prescri prescription drugs, um, I realized that cannabis, I was using cannabis for a very long time behind the closet, like in the closet, mm -hmm. but really realized how much cannabis was helping me. Um, even afterwards, um, it, it's helped me throughout my life when it came to, you know, helping with my anxiety, helping um, really elevate my creativity when it came to work. Um, so I was a really huge advocate already when it came to cannabis. So I started coming out a little bit more with my family, being more acceptive of me consuming. Mm -hmm. um, and so when Right before we had started Hush, I was in technology for about seven years in hospitality and in healthcare. Uh, so, and at that time, I also started a side business of event planning and, and wedding planning. So started my own business. And at that time, I was like really looking into a, a new direction and it wasn't until my one of my girlfriends invited me to a cannabis dinner and it was a five course infused dinner for her birthday. It was a private dinner and it was the first time that I've experienced anything like that. Um, and it was, it was really great to be in a room of strangers except for my friend passing around joints 
And that was literally my aha moment. I was like, this is a this is a space that I need to be in. Cannabis, people, everyone comes together and, and enjoys cannabis and has great conversation. And at that time, we're in just a medicinal state. So I started really looking into more of what was happening in, in our city when it came to cannabis. And that kind of transitioned over to how me and Kay kind of got together with, with Hush. So I'll save that story after, after Kay's story. Yeah, save the suspense. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for me, um, cannabis has been in my life for a really long time. Um, I started at, uh, consuming at a young age. It's, I always say that it's my longest relationship. Um, mm. And uh, when I first started um, dabbling in it, it wasn't intentional. It was purely to get high for intoxication. Mm. Um, I and so, um, you know, as I grew older um, and continued to consume and started learning more about the plant, and at that time too, um, the plant and the way that it was produced kept evolving from, you know, regs with seeds to draw to kush to hybrids and to what it is now. Um, started getting more interested in the science of the plant. Um, and its medicinal benefits. And I really wanted to understand how it worked in my body. So I got a little bit obsessed with, with learning a little bit more about it. Um, and so I, I did you know, some self-studying self of the plant um, and the chemistry and science of it. And I just really wanted to know how it worked. And so when I learned more about it, um, I started integrating it more into my life and you know the way I grew up too is it was more on um, holistic health and alternative medicine um, growing up in an Asian family too my mom was always you know using herbs and, and traditional mm -hmm. eastern medicine um, to use on us and so I grew up w um, not being used to pharmaceutical drugs um, so cannabis being a plant I started using it more intentionally as I got older um, and then it because I'm a creative as well, my background's in photography, that's the degree I graduated with, and I spent majority of my professional career in um, photography. Um, I started using it more intentionally for creative purposes to help me in my businesses, but also, you know, it was because it was with me for a long time and it kept evolving with me as I grew older, um, you know, I started, we, 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 I feel like we developed a relationship <laughs> on our mm -hmm. own where I, mm -hmm. I knew when to use it, uh, when not to use it. Um, you know, she's been with me in times of success and in times of failure. Um, and so uh, what, because my, the bulk of my professional career was in photography, that's actually how I got into the regulated industry by providing photography services for a multi-state operator. Um, in the early 2018, um, shooting mm -hmm. dispensaries and cultivation centers. And so that was my way into the regulated market. At that time, I had my own photography firm um, and we were doing private events, weddings, corporate work. And I was also, because I had been doing it for so long, I was also itching for something more, um, something a little bit more purposeful. Um, and something that I wanted to carry on with me for like the next decade or two in my life. And so um, I guess this, this could lead to how we met, how we got together. Um, 
I was, we were actually both in school for photography um, here at, in Chicago at Columbia College. We never saw each other in like on campus, but we met on an airplane um, back in 2006. Um, and that was when uh, we were both in school for photography about to take on a, an international program in Florence, Italy for a whole month um, doing documentary photography. And so we met on a plane. Um, it was Vanessa's first time flying ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was my very, very first flight. Um, just, you know, growing up with two parents that came from different countries, we never really, you know, took taken airplanes before. It was usually just uh, road trips that we would take to like different mm -hmm. cities. So this was my very first solo trip by myself. And uh, I was scared out of my mind because I was also terrified of heights <laughs> and sitting next to Kay I just turned over to her and I was like hey a partner <laughs> uh neighbor um I just asked her I was like can you I was like you don't know me but you know this is my first flight and I'm really nervous and I just need you to hold my hand for just a moment <laughs> and um we landed in Florence and we decided to share a, a, a cab ride to our destination. And little did we know that our destination led us to the same place. And we were living in the same building and we ended up being neighbors across the hall from one another for the entire month, That's taking so cool. the same course. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun, traveled to 10 different cities in Italy. Um, and then we came back from our trip and lost touch for 10 years. Because um, that was a whole transition of like MySpace and Facebook. Um, and so we completely lost touch. Um, if you want to continue, Kay. Yeah. So like our communication was limited to MySpace. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, you, if anyone remembers MySpace. <laughs> For sure. Um, and, um, you know, at, we when we reconnected, it was actually at a networking event for professionals in the wedding industry in Chicago. And so because I had my photography firm at the time, Vanessa had started her own event planning agency. And so we connected in this one venue in the West Loop of Chicago. Um, and, uh, you know, at that point, when we last saw each other, we were still young, about to graduate college. And, and now we're, you know, women, professional women who had our own businesses. Yeah. And so, but essentially we were still like the same girls from like yeah. Chicago who were yeah. who just started screaming wonderful. and hugging and crying <laughs> as soon as we saw each other. Um, yeah, we made a huge ordeal. <laughs> we're just like, no, it's okay, it's okay. Like we know each other, long lost sister here. Um, but we pretty much picked up where we started. Or we started, yeah. Where we, yeah. Except we actually, yeah, go ahead. Serious. No, I was just going to say that's that's just so cool. I still can't get over the whole like I was picturing in my head the whole time, like Vanessa, you being on the flight and just being super nervous and looking over at Kay and being like, hey, partner, like, but little <laughs> did you know, he, like, here that you we are would today. Be here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, she she didn't just look over. I remember she grabbed my wrist <laughs> and basically forced me to hold her hand. <laughs> Not much has changed. We're still holding hands up there. But when, when we reconnected um, at that networking event, um, you know, we didn't immediately 
reconnect or you know went back into each other's lives because we had our own lives we had our own businesses we were busy and we just kept in touch like we each had our own events that we produced on our own and we would attend those events and support each other all the time so that was the way that we kept in touch and it wasn't until the summer of 2018 when we were um you know experiencing the same our lives have just been parallel throughout the, the, you know, those 10 years in between, but it was 2018 when we were both seeking for something more um, and really looking to, you know, live in our truths and recognizing that, you know, cannabis has been in our lives for a while. It was, we were talking over a pizza and a couple of joints and yeah, we had a picnic on the lake. (laughs) I had a picnic on the lake looking at the, at the, the skyline of yeah. Chicago. It's like a rock Talking about life. Story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, this sounds amazing. I'm like, there's got to be a movie about this somewhere. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. Maybe, maybe. Someone pick up the, Netflix should pick this up or something. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so like, you know, it was in that conversation when we had a real talk about where are you, where are we at in, in our lives? What are we trying to do? And now we were at a good point. We were like, you know, we've been friends for so long. We've been doing so many events on our own. Um, I do photography and other creative services. And I said, you know, we had so many experiences in different industries, including hospitality, technology, um, event production, marketing, creative services. And so we were like, let's Mm -hmm. do something together. And the idea was to just do a project together. And that Mm -hmm. project in a weekend turned into a business <laughs> and so, it was um, literally in one weekend we created we created our logo we created like our website we're just like we yeah. got this we we know exactly how to how to start a business um yeah. and really we started with a jewelry collection it was a cannabis and chicago jewelry line because at that time we we're just a medicinal state so that really helped us to really be out in the forefront outside of the industry and really be able to position ourselves um and being one of the first uh cannabis vendors and like uh these public uh, festivals, let's say. So we were we were participating in a lot of festivals and started conversation on cannabis, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Um, and we, you know, we have our jewelry line as, and, and we wear them as an emblem of you know what we stand for when it comes to cannabis and how we're both advocates and passionate about cannabis and like why not start talk, talking about it? So that was kind of our, our way into, into I would say the public. Yeah, and just to backtrack a little bit in that weekend, that's when we decided, all right, what are the different ways we can enter the market? So it wasn't mm-hmm. just, you know, putting up the website and creating a logo, but we, we really talked about what was the vision for Hush? What, are, what is our mission? What are, are the mm-hmm. core values that, that we wanted to, set for our company and what are the different revenue streams you know the entire business model just all in like a 48 hour weekend and so the jewelry was one of them um being that one we like jewelry and so we curated a collection um that was chicago and cannabis inspired and that was our way into the mainstream markets and really became um one of the first voices and and companies like Vanessa to vend at these, you know, street festivals and mm-hmm. other vendor markets just to open up the conversation. But it was also a way for us to promote our launch event. So we decided, all right, 
we're going to launch our brand um, on New Year's Eve of 2018. We, we just decided, decided to go wow. big. We're just like, we're, if we're going to launch it, you know, because we had started our business at the end of October, we just we just celebrated our four year anniversary last week. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. We're really excited. Um, and yeah, we decided like if we're gonna do a launch, and we are very well versed in how to produce an event, let's just go big. And so we decided to flip a three story warehouse. Complete. It was a completely empty warehouse, three stories, and really created something special for the first time in the in the city wow so wow that takes a lot of guts because you're competing with new year's eve which is something that people will have plans for weeks sometimes months in advance they'll buy tickets they'll you know do everything in advance because it's a big night so that's 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 gutsy. I give you guys a lot yeah. of credit for doing that and for pulling it off, especially in a three-story building and flipping it into something that you you just started and launched October, November, December, <laughs> like two or three months beforehand. Yeah, two months. We did that. And we got like over 300 people in the door who had no idea wow. who was even behind Hush because, you know, as as the hush fashion, we, we keep it on the hush, but we also didn't really want to put our, our faces out there yet. Um, so, and, and people thought that we were this huge company from California trying to come to and take over the Chicago market. And little did they know that we're, it was two women from Chicago um, that grew up in the city of Chicago. They also thought we were men. We're getting like these, all these messages thinking that we were men and we're just like, oh no, <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting um, because the way that our marketing was, it was very um, mysterious. It was very cryptic. You know, we had messaging mm -hmm. that that wasn't what you normally would see when it comes to a cannabis brand. And so there was a lot of intrigue into like, what is this? What, what is Hush? What am I getting myself into? Who is behind Hush? And then they're throwing this massive event. Um, and really, we were talking big game and what we were creating. And so, you know, People were like, who are you? Either it's like, get out of here or we'd love to come. <laughs> yeah. And like, and that was very interesting that people thought we were men. Cause you know, like we took all the photos, we did all the branding, we did all the messaging and, and the marketing and all the campaigns. And mm -hmm. we, we felt it had a very feminine touch to it. Um, but it was so surprising that because we're in cannabis, people automatically yeah. assume that we were, we were guys. That is really interesting. And so, so with that, I mean, I feel like there's really no better segue. I mean, you you launch a company, you launch a brand. Two months later, you decide to throw a New Year's Eve event party. You get 300 people in the door. It's a huge success. Tell us a little bit about what's happening during MJ BizCon week in Las Vegas. Um, I don't even want to try to like... <laughs> tease it or, or describe it or anything like that. I just want to hear it straight from you guys. Tell us a little bit about what it is, what we can expect um, when it's taking place and, and all the good deeds about it. Yeah, so we are officially having the after party for MJ Biz Week Con, uh, MJ Biz Con Week. And it's going to be the newest and the freshest event to go down that week. It's going to be on Thursday, November 17th. 
from 8 p.m. to midnight. And it's a one night experience. It's a casino themed after party experience in Las Vegas. And it is a 420 friendly um, event. It's it's going to be in an 8,000 square feet facility, um, indoor and outdoor patio as well. Um, and just like in a true hush fashion, um, you can expect our signature style, our signature grown and sexy vibes, um, where guests really come in and 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 show out. They come in and 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 show out for the night um, in a really upscale environment. So. We are really hospitality driven from the moment that the guests purchase their tickets to the moment that they walk in and the moment that they, mm -hmm. they walk out. It will leave a lasting impression. Yep, there's gonna and be a lot of activities happening. We have an exclusive beverage partner, Canaline, yes. which is, um, so shout out so to Canaline. <laughs> they're one yeah. of the first black owned cannabis brands in Nevada and they're in over 30 dispensaries. Um, it's what they serve are um, organic, vegan, sugar-free, and gluten-free infused syrups. So there's gonna be some delicious beverages that we're gonna be serving to our guests. Mm -hmm. This is a red carpet situation, so be ready for that. We're gonna have interviews by our national media partner, Respect My Region. Um, so we're so happy to have them there. They're gonna do on-site interviews as well. Um, we yeah. also have a nonprofit partner, 40 Tons. Um, and if you don't know 40 Tons, it's a black and woman owned social impact brand that also provides resources and access to careers, education, and opportunities to BIPOC communities. And they also um, help those with past cannabis conviction. So we have a Donation um, avail donations are available on our ticketing page. 100% of proceeds will be donated to 40 Tons. Um, on site, we're going to have a letter writing campaign um, that will be sent by 40 Tons to cannabis prisoners. So our guests will be able to partake in that. Um, and again, in true hush fashion, secret mm -hmm. location. You can't know yeah. when it is unless you have a ticket. Um, and it's only less, it's less than 15 minutes away from the convention center itself. It's near the Allegiant Stadium. Um, you're going to require a password to enter Hush House, um, which is usually given to ticket holders at midnight before the event. And that mm -hmm. goes along with some Hush House rules and the um, exact location and more details on what to expect. Yep. And we'll also have some transportation service as well. So we'll have some luxury uh, shuttles to be able to pick up and drop off our guests at two different locations. And uh, ticket holders will find out what those locations are in that email. Um, and we're also going to have free to play and play to win casino games. Um, so you can win prizes from our sponsors. Um, so there's going to be a lot, like Kay mentioned, there's going to be lots of activities. We're going to have some interactive and mystery rooms uh, that will be activated at different times throughout the night. Yeah, so lots that's of secrets, <laughs> lots of mysteries. Yeah. And this is and that, one that's night just a only. little that's just a little <laughs> glimpse of what you're gonna receive. There is still more to come, people. Mm -hmm. And we have an amazing lineup of sponsors and media partners as well. So we got a great team who's um, helping us promote this event. Um, tickets are rolling in and our events always sell out. So we encourage people to purchase tickets in advance as this is going to be a, a great and super fun event. Yeah, this is this is shaping up to be something that's going to be 
so memorable, I feel like. Like it's going to be one of those events that people go to, they have a blast, but it's also going to be something that they look back on and say to themselves, oh, that's what a cannabis party should be like, or that's what a cannabis party is. Because I think a lot of times people will get the negative stigmas confused and say, oh, it's just a bunch of people sitting on a couch, just mm-hmm. you know, staring at a wall. And that's not what this is. And like the way- exactly all the different elements that you're bringing into this, like the um, like casino theme, all the different games, the red carpet. I just think this is going to be, this is going to like set the tone and set the stage for a lot of really cool events to come. One of the things I wanted to ask you too about was when you were planning this event, I have no event planning background experience. So this may be a silly <laughs> question, but how difficult was it for doing, you know, fairly basic things like picking a venue or getting, um, you know, getting agreements in place with the fact that this is a cannabis event and there will be consumption on site. Is that something that kind of turned into an obstacle for you too, as you were putting this together or was it fairly not, or was it not a challenge because it was in Las Vegas where recreational cannabis is a thing? Yeah. I mean, you know, for us in the beginning, it was definitely a challenge. And, but given that we have the background in producing events professionally, I think that helps helps us a lot, um, and mm-hmm. I think it's just the way we we handle business too. It sets us apart from from you know anyone who just wants to be like I'm, I want to throw a party a, a weed party mm-hmm. here <laughs> and change it, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so we really want to change that perspective too. Um, and so it's in in Vegas. It's you know as progressive as they are. Not every venue is cannabis friendly, so. Um, mm-hmm. For us, it's really going over, yeah, again, it starts with how we communicate um, and we always do it in a very professional manner. Um, And so laying down all the logistics and ensuring that, you know, yes, this is a social environment that we're trying to create, but our number one, one of our top priorities is really providing a safe space for consumption and providing safety and education. And so, um, you know, and so for, and it being also hospitality driven. So everything is thought of exactly. before we mm-hmm. enter into a conversation with the venue. Um, and so they know that, you know, we're not, we're not messing around. This is, um, right. you know, for us, this is serious. It's, it's a, a need for the community. And we've been able to open up um, perspectives and minds um, who were once opposed before to allow us to host an event at their venues. And once they do mm-hmm. see a, a, a an event that's produced by Hush, then they start being more open to other yeah. events. Then they they start they start calling us asking to produce more events at their location, which is awesome. But you know, just piggybacking piggybacking off what Kay uh, mentioned already um, is is being really hospitality driven and just having everything laid out when we start having these conversations. Um, and it, it definitely helps that we have a lot of events under our belt when it comes to uh, social consumption events. And just, you know, one of our goals is to be on the forefront and to create that, that standard for what that social consumption um, environment looks like for consumers and for patients. And with what Kay mentioned, you know, having a safe space for them to consume because right now, especially in Illinois, you can't, there's, there's not really many places where you can consume cannabis unless you own your own home. Right. Yeah. And I think so one of the cool things, 
For sure. And I, th- I think what, what you're doing too, is you're also setting the stage, not just for events, but also even for the atmosphere and the feeling and the vibe that people are going to want in consumption lounges moving forward as more and more States open up consumption lounges. I think people are going to look for a safe space. Okay. Well, what happens if I take too much? What happens if, you know, I start to bug out a little bit? Well, okay, well we have this safe area over here where you can take some CBD, relax, calm your mind, get back to center and then get back out there and continue enjoying yourself. And so I think these are things that as people who are new to cannabis, both on the, the consumption and community level, but also on the professional level, as they are new to it and then start to warm up to it and become, you know, more veteran and seasoned in the space, I think Mm -hmm. it's going to start to adopt and that professional element of it is going to come in and we're going to start to see more and more of it without some of those negative stigmas and roadblocks to producing events like these at like a greater scale over time. Um, And hopefully, you know, they're all going to be stamped with that, that hush stamp of (laughs) approval. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like our goal is really to normalize consumption and so not to, not just to stay within the cannabis industry, but explore other industries so that we can bring cannabis to diff- different types of people, different types of environment, and to really include it as a normal thing as part of, you know, large or small events. A hundred percent. Vanessa, Kay, I want to thank you both so much for your time and for giving us a little bit of a sneak peek into what people can expect in the next couple of weeks at uh, in Las Vegas at one of the hottest parties after MJ BizCon. Um, and thank you so much just for the the backstory on Hush. I mean, you know, who would have thought that jumping on a plane could result <laughs> in such an interesting trip um, yeah. and business that came out of it? So thank you so much just for sharing that. And then one more time, if people want to register and get their tickets for Hush, what is the best place for them to go to? So please visit uh, hushvegas.com. That's H-U-S-H-V-E-G-A-S.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at hush underscore Las Vegas. And you'll see all of the fun stuff happening there. You'll see all of the ticket information um, and all the general information as well. Yeah, and you get to see all all of our sponsors and partners and everyone that's going to be involved in, in the event as well. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again both so much for your time. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Major Journey Podcast. We will catch you all next time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.